0: We go on. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Unstoppable Live Podcast with your host, Werner. I have here with me Schlesser Etienne, and we are going to be continuing with a topic. Is it taboo to talk about domestic violence? We are coming, we are taking it from the word of God. So we are coming from there, what God designed for man and woman, how God designed us that we should live, how God designed that we should work together. So today's lesson will be carrying on, and we'll be talking about... Um, how men should treat their wives and how women should treat their husbands and all of that link into the children so domestic violence how does it affect the family as a whole so we will pick up from where we started um, where we ended last week so thank you for joining us and we look forward to you continuing to stay with us So, Slester, good morning
1: how are you doing today
0: I'm doing well. It's a good day. The sun is shining and...
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: Most of all, most of all, we're here to see each other. So, once we are alive and we breathe in, it's a good day.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, last time we left off, where we were uh, with the last text on uh, how a virtuous woman should be. Correct?
0: Right. Yeah, we were going to go into that, we were going to go into the virtuous woman. You know how, how because most people, most people don't realize that women, the role of women and how what they play and how um, the virtuous woman, how industrious she was. Uh, Exactly. So, it's about explaining that, and because most people think, why are supposed to stay at home? But, uh, that's another thing, <laughs> uh, we won't get into that right now, but it's understanding the role of the woman. So, yes, if you want to, you want to go ahead and get started.
1: Yes, definitely. For those who want to know where to find this, it's in the last book of Proverbs. Proverbs thirty one. Uh, what the scriptures says about this? It explain how a woman should be. Um, and actually, what is a virtuous woman? Some may ask. Is a woman that is of great stature, that, um, that is, that presents herself very very well. So, people may think that um of we have been taught that women should be a woman are lesser than man, um that is not true. If anybody um let's go back to the beginning to just refresh some some people's uh, memory. Um, man and women were created equally. The only difference between the man and the woman is. Um, that the man got the instructions first, and the woman got the instructions afterwards. So, when God created man He said, go, be fruitful and replenish the earth, and have dominion over the earth of the sky, the everything that creeps on the earth, and everything that's in the sea so those were the instructions uh, it didn't tell the man to be above the woman or the woman above the man neither was there an instruction that the man should be behind the woman or the woman should be in front of the man this is what all men made man-made, man-made. Didn't come as an instruction from above. So, uh, with that said, let's go to the virtuous woman. So the virtuous woman is a woman, like I said, from of stature, of a good character, um, someone that is always um, looking forward, um, doing whatever she can to keep her household. Um, going or running um it said as this woman is not found um on the street because she will be she is so busy handling her business that she don't have time to be on the street corners talking to other women um being at parties and stuff like that okay she's a woman that uses mm all the opportunity she has to to make sure her family is well kept she is a businesswoman she's a seamstress and not just any businesswoman i mean she purchased land she is a woman that um sells with merchants so she don't have a small business okay Um, ships coming in and going and she produces so much that she has to sell with merchants so if you hear this um story about this woman what would you think i mean if you're watching right now what is going through your mind you could go and read it about the virtuous woman proverbs 31 just read the whole chapter 31 then you'll get a full scope how a virtuous woman should be so what do you think ferna
0: i think it's you are so spot on because um we were taught you know that women should be in their home women shouldn't go out to work they shouldn't do anything at all but uh, uh you know um women should be silent uh, and and the Word of God tells us explicitly what women should do you know, but uh, women that's start... also
1: a mis- misconception
0: yeah
1: that women should be silent
0: yeah it, it, you could, would you like to expand on that
1: um yes uh in the scripture says there's a uh a uh, chapter in um uh, if I'm not mistaken right now um, <coughs> for, or for, or in Corinthians um if you can um mm-hmm. because I don't have it in front of me but I, from my head um I'm not sure
0: yeah go ahead'll I'll,
1: I'll, I'll get back with that just in a moment but what it says is um that um in, in this in this period of time there was this letter from timothy to the corinthians and now when we go back to this time um the the the, the synagogue was divided in women on one side male on one side and how it came to be because this was a problem um the women well, can you, if you can imagine this um, in church and women on one side, men on the other side and the preacher is preaching and your wife or the woman sitting on the other side separately is shouting to her husband, what did the preacher said? Oh, I didn't understand this. And that's been going on back and forth. While this preaching, um, so, um, what did uh, he wrote to the people, um, to tell them, like, it is best for the women to be silent, right, because of this issue, not that the women should be silent forever for this particular reason that the women should be silent and then ask their husband when they are at home so in this way they would solve the problem so if you read it correctly that's what it says that women should be silent in the synagogue right for to 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 not to um uh, disturb the, the 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 teaching at that moment the preaching at that moment and actually the man is the one it's also written in scriptures that's supposed to teach he is actually the teacher in the home he's the one that's supposed to guide the family in prayer um in 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 sessions where um uh uh bringing up the children so he leaves the instructions with the family and the wife is the one who make sure these instructions are kept that is how it used to be in the older days so there are partners in this just like you have a part a, a, par, a business you have um two managers the one is the financial manager uh, the other one is the um, uh, um can't come up with the word right now um uh, financial manager and the other one is the production manager right the one goes um only about the finances and the other one is go about everything that has to do with the production also. It's a a partnership. When you are married, you're into a partnership, yeah? So two people coming together, both of them, with their own character, with their own values. They are two entities by themselves. Mm -hmm. So both of them are 100%. We're talking about this 50-50. Actually, I never believe in this 50-50, because what is the other 50? Is it um, a fish, a dog, um, what is it? So I never understood this concept about um, we are in a relationship 50-50. I get the concept, because is both of us um, in one a relationship, but is one hundred percent, because what is the other fifty percent that is not there? So in a relationship, um, it's one hundred percent, one hundred percent you're putting in. You don't put fifty percent, because the other fifty percent, what is it? What is that other fifty percent? Can you explain that to me, or do you understand it in a different way?
0: No, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I have a claim my throat. You know, the scripture you were relating to is, um, you were correct, it was in First Corinthians, um, chapter 14. Exactly,
1: to I just couldn't get to the uh, yeah. exact chapter.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, no, we are meant to, to give all of ourselves <clears throat> in a relationship um no in no half and half is all of because the two shall become one that's what the word of god says the two of us shall become one and when when paul when paul talk about you know the women should be silent as you said it was about asking questions because they didn't understand the asking their husband so that was this this disrupting the the teachings that was going on so that's when he said that they should be silent and when they get home their husband they should ask their husband so they don't behave improperly um in the church or in the synagogue so by by doing that by 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 setting it is like setting boundaries and rules uh, not rules that will say no you can't do this is because mm-hmm. as you said the husband's supposed to teach the family supposed to teach the wife so if she doesn't understand something when she gets home and she wants she wants to learn He's supposed to teach her, he's supposed to explain to her, this is what the sermon was about. This is, And then, of course, they will look at it in the word together so that she can have a, a, a proper understanding. It wasn't meant that women should be silent, but it was just, again, man-made, interpreted that way. Because remember, women must prophesy and, and praying. So if women should be silent in the church, they should be silent and not say nothing. Why should they? Why were they prophesying and praying? Paul didn't say they shouldn't prophesy and pray because that is speaking in the church. You know what I mean? And it's about saying things. But what Paul was saying, they need to honor it, they need to know how to do it. And and it's like everything else, you need to know how to do something. So somebody will teach you, have a coach, and the coach will teach you how to Mm -hmm. do or yes, some coaches will teach you, some coaches will get you to ask questions. And then you will get the answers because everything is on the inside. So exactly. that's my understanding of it. It's not that mm-hmm. women should be silent. It's um, man-made rules, mm-hmm. man-made rules that yeah. want to keep women silent, that want to take women's power away from them because God gave us power equally.
1: Exactly. And, and it's, uh, uh well, if women should be silent in the church, um, it will be a big problem. Because can you picture this? I mean, women being silent. Um, where would the singing go? I mean, there will be no worship. There will be no singing. Uh, it will be a dull church, actually, because um, in most churches is the women that do in the worshiping, the singing. Um, you can hardly find men to even being in 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 worship services. So, yeah. um, that would be a big problem to begin with, but, um, yeah. it should be, um, you know, there are so many things taken out of context from, from, from the scripture that it baffles me, um, that this keep on going on and on and on and on. Um, I can remember having a conversation with my mom because she, um, always asked me if I'm, if I'm going to church and I can remember many years back, it it used to, at at the point that it used to irritate me because every time I have to tell her, um, no, um, not because she's asking actually, um, the thing is she would keep on going on like, uh, well, you have to go to church because it's Sabbath and uh, you have to be in church. And at the point I, I you know, out of respect, I never used to say you know, anything, but I was like, yeah, I, I do respect my mom, but it's, this is not what um, I feel that is correct because I didn't feel like I was getting um, fed if you understand what I'm saying. I didn't feel I was getting um the, the 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 teaching that I that I needed because when I read things at home and where I understand it and what they are saying in the church it wasn't it wasn't the same so I stopped 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 going and I was having this conversation with my mom after a while I was saying I have to be truthful because just keeping silent and not saying anything is also like I'm pretending and I'm lying to her. You know, even though I tell her, Well, no, I didn't go to church. So why? And you should go. And so after a while, I say, Mom, she just kept on going. She was, I said, Mom, I need you to listen to me. Um, I have my reasons for not going um first of all you all brought me up to be a christian to go to church you all did your best i mean uh my aunt did my their best my, everybody did their best my father my grandma everybody did their best but it's my choice and i need you to understand where i'm coming from i need you to respect that because i don't feel anything in the church anymore and there's a reason why so I get into it and I told her and I tell her, don't ask me again if I went to church and just get on with it. Because at the end of the day, it's my own responsibility. I understand where you're coming from, but it's my own responsibility. You know, and I think as 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 a man, we should know what the Scripture is saying, so that we can teach. Because, going back to First Corinthians, um, mm-hmm. the man is the one that's supposed to be a teacher in the home, yeah. which nowadays, we don't have. Mm-hmm. Most families are brought up by the women. And, that is where the whole problem starts. Um, if the man is but
0: not. No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I know what is, I, I noticed, but I just, while this thought comes into my head, I just want to say, um, remember Timothy, you know, Timothy didn't have any, mm-hmm. um, any men around him, any spiritual men around him uh, to really teach him. So, mm-hmm. women, when the man is not there, the women have got to step in. So, Remember, um, his his grandmother, Lois, and his mom, Eunice, had to step in and teach him, and that's why Timothy became such a powerful preacher and leader. I just Mm want to say that. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: um, you know, um, the, the, the roles have been changed, where I'm not saying the mothers are not doing a good job, but what I'm saying is, that the man needs to take back the role in the homes. It's not being um, only a provider because a lot of men are not around. Um, either they work a lot, but they do not teach a lot. You know, we are brought up that men supposed to be hard; they're not supposed to be to cry because um I oh that always buggles me because why a man not supposed to cry why are men not supposed to show their feelings and that is what the women uh today are having problems with a man as well because men do not show their feelings and a woman uh, is all about feelings so if men should just, pick up their roles that they, or what they're supposed to be doing, um, mm-hmm. things will start changing. Um, that's what I, I, I do believe. And it's never late to, to start doing that.
0: No, it's never Stop too late. Stop blaming
1: the woman for everything, um, and try to understand where the woman is coming from. Um, we always say women are nagging well to be honest sometimes they do but even though um we need to try to get to understand each other if we do what we're supposed to do then the woman will not nag you know it's a it's a it's a domino effect because we are doing something that is wrong um or in the woman's eyes that is not, accordingly, um, yeah, they will start to get on your case. So, if you're doing, as a man, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, the women will not get on your case, it will not drive you crazy, and you all should get along very, very well.
0: Yeah, and I suppose <clears throat> this is where the um, because man is not taking the role standing in his role and the women having to do both it's almost as though you have to be telling him what to do and if that's not the case he should know what he should do and that's why it's so important for women to understand who they are and what and the power they've got because we are powerful we just don't know it either we don't know it or we choose not to know it Uh, And again, going back to what society tells us that we should be silent and be quiet. But the role of the woman is is a very powerful role in the home. The man has his role and the woman has a role. And this is where I think... The, um, the violence comes in because it's like, well, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want and blah, blah, blah. And then that's where the argument come in, because they haven't taken the time to understand the roles. They haven't taken the man, hasn't taken the time to understand who he is and who the person he marries. And, and this is another thing where Women tend to go out looking for husbands. We don't go looking for husbands. The Bible says, "The, the man that findeth a wife findeth a good, a good thing." So, mm-hmm. you know, is it, and that's why Proverbs thirty one, woman is such a powerful, powerful thing just to explain. But the the other thing is, well, remember, the two become one we are one. So when we are one, we are together, you know, we're making the decisions, we're doing things and we are understanding everything. And so domestic violence is a far, far cry away from the character of of Jesus. That's not something he wants. That's not something he envisioned because not only does it affect um, the woman and the man, if they have children, then that just cascade into the children and then what, you know, so, we, you know, there is just so much on this topic that we need to cover. I think this is going to be an everlasting series of topics of mm-hmm. where we're we going to be talking about And So tell me, um, where do we go from here, where do we go from here in terms of how do we educate our men that they will understand, because we only have about another five or so minutes. How do we educate our men that both male and female? Because uh, I know we're talking about domestic violence um, regarding men against women, but also remember women also, <laughs> you know, have violate men as well. But majority of the time, exactly. it's the women that suffer. It's the women that suffer. So we want to have a balance here. We don't want to. We're not picking on men and saying men. Uh, men do everything wrong. But we want to have balance, and we want to bring it into, into focus of how we should be, and why domestic violence is not of God. Uh, I mean, Um, touching a lot of topics.
1: To, to, to get into that, um, you know, there's a scripture in, in um, in Proverbs that said, in part we know, in part we prophesy. Uh, What does that mean? Uh, It means that the only knowledge you have, that is the only knowledge you can share, you can talk about, you can um, um, teach. So, what I would suggest, that men and women start to educate themselves on, what is the role, actually, as a man and a woman? Um, in our society, we call it society, um, it's just the, 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 another word for so society is our community. But our community is made of whom? It's made of people you, me, our parents, our teachers, so it's made of people. So, when we talk about society, we're talking about ourselves. We are a part of the society, and if we continue to let certain things go on, we are a part of the problem. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we speak about society and we don't realize that we are a part of society. I hear this every day around me. Well, society wants us to do this, society wants us to do that. Um, If everybody take a stand and said, okay, enough is enough, I will start with me, because it takes just one person to take a stand. One person. Uh, It takes you and me, each and every person to do their duties. And don't blame things on society, because when you say society, you're talking about yourself as well. Yeah. And people do not realize this. They use this just as, and just, it's a common word, it's just something very easy to, to say. You know, but we should be conscious of what we're saying, and what does it mean, because, in our daily lives, people do not live as conscious as before. We are running, doing all kinds of things, being busy, but not being productive. Because at the end of the day, everybody's busy. Oh, I'm so busy, I didn't have the time to call you. I thought about you, but I didn't have time to call you. We have time to do everything. It's just, we just choose, not to do certain things. It's a choice we make every second of the day. Every day, every single day, we have choices to make. And those choices we make, depicts the outcome that that makes our future. So, we don't need to blame it on society, we don't need to blame it on anybody else. Start with yourself. And, that's what I can say, you know, every end of the day, just check back like, what have I done, Um, how am I doing, what did I do? Did I contribute to everything, anything today? And, the contribution doesn't have to be something big. It's the little things that count. I mean, to your kids, to your wife, to your mother, father, anybody you meet, your colleague, just the little things that we do, even something that you say, may bring a difference or make somebody think and say, "Wow, um, I didn't think about that that way." Wow, what can I do to like make this better?
0: Yeah, it is. It is. You know. So uh, yeah, I, I I think it's a good thing for for women. I think this is where is teaching as well. Um, and to me, is is about that, getting back into the Word and teaching the Word, teaching the Word as is. Don't add, don't multiply, don't subtract, just take the Word as it is. Um, and if we do that, then we will have a better understanding. And I think this is where we need to go back. We need to go back to the education. We need to go back to the beginning. Everything starts, everything has a beginning and an end, and we need to get a good outcome. We need to go back to the beginning. We need to go and and reflect and take a look at exactly what was said and how we are going to apply this to our lives. Because I think once we do that, then we will have a good outcome. Then we will put an end to domestic violence and child molestation and Sexual exploit, you know, all these um, slave trade and all these different things. Then we can do that, but we have to go back and we have got to look. And it doesn't matter. I, I feel that, you know, I have got a, a a mission, and my mission that has been given to me is to talk about this, and I'm going to speak about it with everything that I have within me mm-hmm. because I know once I open my mouth, God is yes. going to fill it. Good thing. So, I am not going to, to stay silent. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to pursue it. I'm going to vigorously pursue it because I do believe we can bring an end to these violence and 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 bring up our children in the way they ought to grow. So, any last words, Lester?
1: Um. Yes. Um. What I want to to emphasize on, um, it's a conversation I've been having with my mom, Um, um, we were talking actually yesterday about it, Um, I, I, I told her like, to go back, and read a scripture, and um, I told her to just look at it with some fresh Mm -hmm. eyes, forget everything you have been taught, because, Uh, She was using words that um, has been taught to us by our forefathers, our teachers. And I told her, you know what, I see differently. But I challenge you to go back, read the same scripture, but forget everything you know. Because what we do a lot of times is the teachings we have, um, when we're talking about going back, Looking back, I don't want to look back. Um, Yes, um, I want, I I know, I I want to know where I come from, but I don't want to look back and being back there mentally, because that's what we do a lot of times. Um, If you hear something for a long time, um, that's going to be put on your hard drive, that's going to be put into your soul, right? Um, that's uh, what we call uh, our subconscious. So, when it's there, it's difficult to get out. Um, and this is what we keep on repeating. It becomes a custom. So, we just keep on repeating what we have heard without even going and really investigating. Even though, when we reach, read the same scripture, we read it with this thought that we always have heard, so we're not seeing it through, um, new eyes, which, um, we keep on having the same understanding about it, why, because, because we are not in the same, uh, frame of mind. So, that's why, we need to, when we read, Don't read with our past in our minds. Try to forget everything we learn, and go into it with a clear thought, and then I think we might see something we never seen before, or understand something we never understood before. Because that happened to me many years ago, when I was reading the Scriptures, and I was like, wait a minute, this is not, what we've been taught, and then I start looking things from a different perspective, and understanding things
0: differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is so, so true. We look back, but look back with a fresh eye. I think yeah. that's what you have to, you have to do. When we, when I, when I talk about looking back, and I'm talking about going just as you say looking and, and getting a fresher. I think this is where one of the things that I say I tend to say you know creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me so I want to see with a uh, new eyes I want to speak the words that come to my lips. I want to hear you know with my heart not just hear with my ears, you know what I mean. You hear with your listen with your heart because it's out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The mouth doesn't speak from mm-hmm. the head. It's with the heart you believe,
1: and you not don't the physical with heart.
0: Your head. No, it's, 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 it's not a, it's a, a spiritual heart. heart. So you it, need to you need to look.
1: Yeah, is is uh, I want to I want to just emphasize on that. Um, our heart when it talks about the heart in the scriptures, it's talking about your your mindset your 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 um um your subconscious because that is what is in there that is what comes out of you where you have your thoughts where you have your deepest thoughts so um if you read and understand that 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 part of the scripture um you have to check also what the hebrew words means it's good to go back to the Hebrew word, reading a, with a Hebrew Bible, so that we can understand the, the, the true meaning of the words. That is very important. Um, um, so, it's, it's, it's the, 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 the thoughts of, of a man, is, is, is what is important. Right? Is the way you think, that's the way you are, that's the, who you are, is the mindset that is your core from from where so that's that's the heart we it's, it's talking from
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see well he said as a man think in it, his heart so we he see so it goes back and he said you have the mind of christ so what is the mind exactly you understand what is the mind of christ so you have to you have to there's just so much you have to to look and 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 as you said using different um scriptures using different bibles then you get the true understanding and the meaning of the word so I mean, just so much food for thoughts, and I you know for all of those of you who is joining us and have been looking um, at, at us, we want to thank you for being here with us. Uh, we will be coming to you again uh, next week, but we will we will have to to tape it and then and deliver it to you. We, we won't be live because of circumstances. But i'm just giving you a heads up of what is going to be happening and we're going to carry on in this topic and we're going to be bringing different topics to you based on the word of god how a family should be how a husband and a wife should live and how does that affect the household how does that affect the family this is a family the family is very very important and very key to what god has instituted uh this is how i have to talk about there can't be any other way but bring it this way because this is what has been given to me and i'm going to bring it to you because somebody needs to hear the word and when we hear the word that makes a change when we do when we do as we you know as we learn i'm not here to um to load it on you that this is what needs to be done but i have a i have a gift and i have a um a, a mantle that i have to carry and i intend to carry it out with um with uh, uh how, how you say
1: conviction
0: uh, with conviction yes okay so thank you everyone for joining us we appreciate you so much because without you we can't be here and we wouldn't be able to to bring these words but we are coming to you in in um in all honesty so if there is something that we might have said that you think did not go down well with you we want to hear from you we want you to communicate with us we want you to talk to us you know send us you know any questions or anything like that if you want us to bring up a topic just tell us about it we want it to be a healthy discussion where we can come together and we can help each other it's all we going back to the early church where the church came together and studied the word and praise and that's how we are going to know what to do so thank you for listening to the unstoppable Life podcast with myself and um Schleser. we look forward to seeing you again soon take care and god bless have a pleasant day have See a you pleasant soon. day